Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to O-Face Wrestling Podcast. This is your host JT and your co-host Christy. Hey, hey. And today we're going to talk about the WWE draft that just happened um, at the end of last week and then beginning of this week. And um, yeah, it's kind of odd saying it that way. But yeah, WWE, um, this is not the first time they did the draft, but this is the first time since I believe it was in 2016. So they did it a little differently this year, and I felt like, you know, we should definitely talk about it this week, especially since we didn't have anything, you know, really else to think of to talk about. So, yeah, we're going to get to it. So um, anyone who's a big wrestling fan knows that, you know, SmackDown is on Fox now, and Fox is really big into sports, especially the NFL. So they went in the direction, you know, of them, you know, doing like an NFL-style type of draft. And for the most part, I liked how they did it, but then it was kind of, it was different, and it was kind of weird, but I'm not going to discredit WWE for doing something different. I think they should try new things. You know, they've been doing a lot of the same stuff for years, so it's kind of cool that they're trying something different. Me, personally, I am a big football fan, and I love the NFL draft, so I kind of did, like, the whole draft vibe. Um, So, first off, the thing is, um, I don't think WWE really explained the draft too well, unless I just was not paying attention, but I know I wasn't the only one, because there were other people, you know, with the same complaints on Twitter, Um, so... WWE, first of all, they did, you know, go over some of the rules before the draft, you know, about how Raw gets like an extra pick or two each round due to the fact that it's a three-hour show over SmackDown's two hours. That's fine. Also, um, they, you know, mentioned, you know, how many wrestlers each brand will get and the remaining wrestlers, you know, will become free agents and will be eligible to sign for either brand, which is actually kind of cool to be honest with you because that is what the NFL does you know anyone who is left undrafted they can sign with any NFL team that is interested in them so that's something new that WWE did that I did not mind the other thing um and it actually kind of was a good idea but they did not explain this and that was the draft two well they had two different draft pools they had one for Raw you know and one for SmackDown I did not know this so, about the time we got to round three during SmackDown, I'm kind of thinking, like, why is Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar undrafted? You know, um, I mean, how did you feel, like, about that? Did you get confused at any point of time, you know, during the draft and why some people weren't being drafted? Yeah, um, because, you know, you have these big-name wrestlers, like, you know, you mentioned – Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, just, you you would think they would be first pick, you know? Yeah, and same thing with the women. I'm like, you know, there's nothing against some of the women who are drafted. I'm thinking, like, okay, like, Bailey hasn't been drafted. Charlotte hasn't been drafted. Like, what is, you know, uh, what is going on here? But come to find out they had two different draft pools, which was actually kind of cool because, it gave people a reason to want to tune in for Raw because if all the if it was strictly just one draft pool, all the top superstars would have gotten drafted on SmackDown. People wouldn't have you know been as hyped to see the second half of the draft on Raw. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because who's going to care where Heath Slater or, you know, wrestlers, you know, at the bottom of the barrel like that go. No offense to Heath Slater, but I'm just using him as an example mm-hmm. since WWE, you know, traditionally likes the job amount anyway. But, um, so I did like that. I just wish they would have kind of made that more known. You know, like I said, I wasn't the only fan who was confused about that. Um, one thing I did not like was, like, on the very beginning of SmackDown, they had Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. You know, if Roman, you know, being, you know, a SmackDown superstar, if he won, SmackDown got the first pick, and then vice versa for, you know, Seth Rollins with Raw. My thing is, what if Seth, you know, Roman Reigns won SmackDown, got the first pick, but then Roman Reigns gets drafted to Raw? To me, that didn't make sense. You're fighting for a brand that you might not even get drafted on. That was kind of weird. The other thing I didn't like, they didn't really uh, specify, like, with the titles. Like, if you were a brand-exclusive champion, like if you were a women's SmackDown champion, like Charlotte Flair was at the beginning of the draft... If she were to get drafted to Raw, does she have to vacate the title? Like, I, they'd never really explained it. Now, every brand exclusive wrestler to get drafted to the brand, um, you know, for the title they were holding. So that was cool. No one had a, no one was forced to drop their titles. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they should have been kind of on that brand by default, which I know some people may not have liked that, but. I don't think it's fair for a wrestler to have to drop their title just because they're drafted on a different brand, nor do I feel like, you know, um, what was I about to say? Nor do I feel like, you know, they, you know, the draft should be predictable and they just stay on whatever, you know, they get drafted by the brand that they happen to hold the title for. And the other thing is, too, is with the Universal and WWE Champion now, obviously neither... Technically, you know, they're not like brand exclusive titles, but there should should have been like a rule if Raw hypothetically drafted, you know, the Universal Champion, that would kind of mean that, you know, SmackDown can't draft the WWE or Raw can't draft the WWE Champion as well because, you know, you can't have both titles on the same brand. So there were just some things left out, to be honest with you. They didn't really explain like the title situation and if, you know, because for all we knew, the same brand could have drafted like all the champions, you know, even though realistically I don't think that would have happened, but you know, just kind of throwing out an example, I just wish they were, you know, um, they just gave more details on, you know, a lot of different things. The other thing is, like I said, it was cool that they, um, did it like NFL draft style, but the whole like draft war room thing was kind of silly. And it happened too fast because realistically, when you know an NFL team drafts a player, it's very unlikely for the next team to have a pick right there. It was like kind of like boom, boom, boom. You know, if you're you know Raw and SmackDown, you're not going to really necessarily know who you're going to draft that fast. So it kind of came as an unrealistic kind of thing. I just liked how they did it back in 2016, where you had you know Shane and Stephanie on each brand, and they were at the podium, and they were you know, announcing their picks. I kind of liked it that way. Mm-hmm. To me, it just kind of kind of gave you an unrealistic vibe. But um, one wrestler, you know, I do definitely want to, you know, throw out there, and that's Becky Lynch. She was the first overall pick in the whole entire draft, and that was the first time ever any female wrestler has been the first 
ever pick because I believe Charlotte Flair was a first round pick back in 2016, but she wasn't the first overall pick. I think that was Seth Rollins. Becky's not a female. She's the man. <laughs> she's the man, but she is a female. But yeah, so I mean, definitely kudos to Becky Lynch. I mean, she's this has been the year for Becky Lynch. She's mm-hmm. accomplished so much, and yeah, you know, she just keeps on, you know, accomplishing more. You know, what else can she do? I know like, what else can she do? <laughs> I mean, she's done it all. Like any goal, anything, she's broken down walls for the women, and I'm I'm very happy. That it's her. You know, she... Wish it was Sasha or Ember. <laughs> I mean, any women would have been fine, but, I mean, yeah. Becky's story, her history, she's busted her ass for everything that she has, you know, and that's why I have so much respect for her, because she wasn't handed everything. She wasn't handed anything. No. For the longest time, she was being overlooked, and I'm not going to lie... I wasn't always a Becky Lynch fan. Um, yeah, you did not like her in NXT. I don't want to say I didn't like her. I just, she, I just, I don't know. At the time, I just wasn't feeling her. But You know what's funny, though? Um, I know we're getting a little off topic, but I was a big, huge Becky Lynch fan back in the day when you weren't. And now that Becky Lynch is now well, your girl, I've kind of um, drifted away from her a little bit. It happens, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes when character changes happen and all that, like... And I, that's and that's kind of when I started feeling her more when it was that character change. I, I didn't really watch her that much in NXT. Um, I never really watched NXT much, but when she came up to the main roster and she had that, like, steampunk character i wasn't really a fan of that um that character to me i just felt like was she was trying to be a knockoff of lita and to me i just there can only be one lita so i was like "Mm, no girl (laughs) sorry but no but then when she changed her character more to the man like i am loving it and ever since she got that name that you know that's when I really feel like she blew up you know Mm -hmm. like she's done you know she's main evented she's the first woman on first woman on the um, WWE 2k20 game first woman to be drafted like she's just broken down walls and I I just can't express like just how happy I am for her and I can't even imagine the feeling that she has yeah, so, I mean, that's awesome that she was the first-round pick in this draft, or first overall pick. So, yeah, kudos to um, Becky. Um, on the first pick for SmackDown was Roman Reigns, which is no surprise. I mean, I wouldn't have picked him in the first pick if I were either brand, but, I mean, there's no surprise. He is the big dog. On Raw, the first overall pick on that brand was um, Seth Rollins. Surprise, surprise, you know. He gets drafted to the brand with his girlfriend or fiance. Brock Lesnar was the first pick for SmackDown. That was no surprise either, considering that the reason why he won the WWE champion was so he can, you know, be the top star on SmackDown for Fox. I'm not going to go over every pick in every round, 
But I do want to talk about some of the um, wrestlers who were not drafted. Now, um, I do know that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were originally drafted to Raw, but they got traded to SmackDown recently. Mm-hmm. I don't recall any other trades happening, but um, there are wrestlers who were not drafted. I don't, once again, I do not recall if anyone actually went to any brand yet, but like for the men, Cesaro, Luke Harper, Apollo Crews, Mojo, Riley, No Way, Jose were not drafted. It's where Luke Harper's name's on there twice. I must have read it twice. That's kind of a typo they must have did. For the women, though, um, Dana Brooke, the Iconics, Sarah Logan, and Fire and Desire were undrafted as well. I think they actually signed with SmackDown because they're in the six-pack um, challenge tomorrow mm-hmm. night. So they must have signed with SmackDown. As far as tag teams that were not drafted, AOP and then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. There were wrestlers who were not even eligible for the draft. Some of the, some of the reasons were because they are legitimately injured. And I guess, you know, why draft them to a brand, you know, when you don't even know if, when they're coming back or what you want to do with them. So it makes sense holding them off. Some other wrestlers, it's for, like, personal reasons or something. The Usos, you know, we have not seen them on TV since, I think it was Jimmy. Or was it Jay? I think it was, like, uh, third DUI no, or something. I think, like. it, I think it was Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Whoever is married to Naomi. Um, the Hardy Boys, which, I mean, Matt Hardy is healthy and, you know, cleared wrestling and all that it's just jeff hardy still recovering and plus he just recently had a dui so we don't know what's happening with him uh sheamus who is still recovering um leo rush who's technically on nxt now and he's on 205 lives so i don't even know why he's even on this list naomi who i know took time off for personal reasons um lars sullivan who i think he's off tv for you know, something about Twitter or something like that. I don't think that WWE wants to have him on TV. I don't even know if he's ever returning. Lana, who's kind of surprising. She's been, you know, a big vocal point on WWE television lately, so that's surprising. Um, Mike and Maria Kanellis. I'm not sure what's going on with them. I think Mike Kanellis recently asked for a release or something like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Nia Jax, who's recovering from injury. Mickey James, who I think still recovering from injury, but she's actually been doing commentary for a main event. So I think that she's transitioning into that role. Ruby Wright, another injured star. Alicia Fox, who I don't even think it will wrestle again. I think her not even being eligible for the draft kind of says a lot there. The Ascension, and then the Colognes, who I don't even know why they're even employed in WWE. When was the last <laughs> time we've seen them fight Primo and Epico for anyone who... Doesn't know them as the Colognes. Um, there was, out of all WWE's part-time wrestlers, they weren't eligible either, including Kane Velasquez, who just recently signed with WWE. Assuming he's probably going to be on SmackDown because he's feuding with Brock Lesnar. John Cena, Ronda Rousey, and Undertaker. Undertaker and John Cena will probably always float since they're part-timers anyway, so they'll just be floaters. Um, Ronda Rousey is rumored to come back soon. But we'll see. She'll probably be... I kind of think she might actually go to Raw. I mean, there's been rumors about Fox wanting her, but at the same time, who she could a feud with on Fox? I don't want to see her feud with Bailey. I don't care to see that. And I don't want to see her take away anything from Sasha. So I think maybe her going and challenging Becky would be kind of cool in Raw. But um, another wrestler who is not eligible, and she's not even on this list for whatever reason, is Ember Moon. I know she is recovering from an injury. 
I don't know how severe it is, but yeah, she's another one. I think that covers all the wrestlers who were not eligible. Like I said, I don't know if anyone officially signed anywhere. Um, I you know we didn't really look up that we've been kind of busy lately, but yeah, like um, I am excited to see how things go forward here. I think you know this the whole draft. I, I, it's a good refresh in my opinion. You know, we're in you know a time period right now where. AEW is now weekly, you know, live on TV. So is NXT and all this kind of stuff. So I felt like it makes sense for WWE to, like, I mean, the product has definitely been getting better, but I think this is a good way to kind of, like, do, like, a nice little reset on things. You know, you get to mix things up, change the roster, start fresh new feuds, all of this kind of stuff, especially with, you know, SmackDown moving over to Fox. So, I mean, what do you think, like, it's going to... You know, what do you think some feuds are going to happen? And, like, you know, what, what feuds do you want to see now that we have the draft and all that? Sasha versus Bailey for sure. And that was actually my favorite draft pick, um, Sasha going to SmackDown, because yeah. this that's been kind of, I think, the goal um, for a few years now. Um, back in, I don't remember which pay-per-view, um, but Sasha had lost the title. This was back in 2016. Um, Sasha lost the title again, and, um, somebody had tweeted her and said, um, soon Lil Boss Jr. will come back home, and she tweeted them back and said, I hope it's blue. Um, and it's no surprise after her four-month break, she came back with blue hair. Eddie Guerrero, once upon a time ago, was on SmackDown, and it's well known that he's, you know, her idol. So I know she's a lot happier going to SmackDown, and it's also a long time coming for her to feud with Bailey, and especially since Bailey has this new badass character. I think now is like the perfect set up for them to finally fuse like I feel like the stars are all aligning the planets are aligning I just feel like it's a storm is coming mm -hmm. and especially it was but kind of rewinding a little bit I kind of don't like the feud that they did with Becky because it's done you know what I mean like they built it up built it up built it up they had this amazing match at Hell in a Cell, basically one string away from killing each other, and then it's just done. No rematches, no, you know, next pay-per-view. They did have a Clash of Champions match as well. But yeah, it kind of should have been a trilogy. Yeah, I mean, usually WWE, kind I feel like they drag feuds out you know what i mean kind mm -hmm. of for that's what we thought they were gonna do with becky and sasha like what they did with um sasha and charlotte years ago mm -hmm. back like back and forth kind of thing and but i mean now they're on separate brands so that's not gonna happen so it's just it's just to me it's kind of weird how kind of like abruptly it ended but yeah kind of you know, like I said, we thought that it was going to drag it a little bit, but I'm fine with it now because 
the fact that they didn't put the title on Sasha really pisses me off, and it kind of like, at least both Becky and Sasha can, you know, shine on their own brand now, mm -hmm. which is good, because I mean, I don't know when Becky's going to drop the title, honestly. Never. And we'll find out, but yeah, now Sasha has an opportunity, we'll kind of see where they're going to go with the whole Bailey and Sasha thing. But that, I think that was definitely my favorite pick, too, um, for, you know, be, well, because of my work schedule and all, it makes it really hard for me to actually, like, watch Raw. So I was kind of rooting for a lot of my favorite wrestlers to go to SmackDown, and I got Sasha. So I was very happy. Hopefully Ember joins her when she recovers. But, um, yeah, like, Brock Lesnar, I am a fan of Brock Lesnar. I know that's unpopular, but I, as long as he's, you know, at least defending his title once a month. I don't necessarily care if he's on TV too much, just because it's usually just Paul Heyman talking, which has kind of gotten old. At, for the longest time, it was actually it was really good. Like, oh, Paul Heyman, you know, but yeah, I'm happy Brock's on SmackDown. I'm not mad. Uh, who else is on SmackDown? Let me pull out my phone to see what other... I know Ricochet, unfortunately, went the Raw. I was really hoping that he would end up on um smackdown but i mean you know shinsuke nakamura and uh sammy dan i'm happy they're on smackdown i love when they come out especially with sammy dancing and all mm -hmm. not a big roman fan so i don't really care for that but uh bray white who's my favorite male wrestler at the moment i'm so happy he's on um Braun, i'm happy Braun Strowman, and of yeah. course alexa bliss for me yep uh daniel bryan ali then or kofi is on here is other new day members on here i don't see them Oh, yeah, Kofi's on here. Um, yeah, Shorty Gable. Terrible <laughs> WWE. Why are you doing it? He literally, man? like, he legit, he dead-ass changed his name. Uh-huh. Oh, the my. only thing that really sucks, though, is, like, with the women, yeah, it's awesome at Sasha and Bailey or on SmackDown. I do not care for Lacey Evans or Carmella or Tamina. It sucks that, like, Zelina and the Kabuki Warriors and Liv Morgan, they're all, all on Raw. We got, we got Alexa Bliss now, though, right? Yeah. And Nikki Cross, so that's cool. I'm fine with Lacey Evans, but that's also why there's a lot of undrafted women. And I kind of feel like because there's... I don't, I, I don't mean it this way, but because there's not a lot of good women on SmackDown, I kind of feel like they'll put Ember on SmackDown when she returns i hope so i would love to see a feud between her and sasha i wouldn't mind seeing a feud between her and becky as well so if she went to raw i guess it's kind of win-win but it depends what they do with her till if they just bring her back and she just kind of does random stuff like she did before it'll be a disappointment but there's a the potential um and yeah like i, I just think at the end of the day raw is going to be more of the mainstream you know wrestling kind of show and it's fox al it's always been like that and fox is going to be more of a sports kind of vibe kind of thing going on which is why you see some of the ufc and the, like uh excuse me kane <laughs> velasquez you know he's going to be feeding with lesnar that i don't even know the guy's name the guy the boxer guy the tall ball guy he's feeding with Strowman right now but i think that's just the one-off thing but i think that we're going to see more of a kind of a sports kind of theme with SmackDown, which is fine. I I like it. Um, people might not like it, but it gives you something different with each show. Like I said, Raw is going to be like, you know, your traditional wrestling show. NXT is your hardcore fan, you know, kind of vibe that focuses more on the actual in-ring wrestling. 
and then SmackDown's going to kind of be more of the sports kind of vibe kind of thing, which is cool. We'll see, though. I mean, I'm just speculating, but I I am really excited to see, you know, what happens and all. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to this episode? Nope. All right, everyone. I think that wraps it up. Um, a little bit shorter than our traditional episode, but we are trying to go into a direction of having a shorter podcast just because, you know, a lot of people these days are just busy or they don't have, a, you know, a long attention span, just like myself. <laughs> so, yeah, trying something new. Um, So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, Quick shout out. We want to give, um, you know, a shout out to two new members to our show, um, Stephanie and Miss Mania, as you probably saw on uh, Twitter. Um, Stephanie will be live tweeting on Mondays during, you know, Monday Night Raw and Wednesdays during NXT. And, uh, Miss Mania will be live tweeting on Tuesdays for Impact Wrestling and Saturdays for Women of Wrestling. I don't want to guarantee that they'll do it every week. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we are very appreciative that they are helping us out. It is very hard for us to stay up and watch Raw and all because of work schedule, you We're know. Old. We're old. I, ha- <laughs> I have to be up at 3 a.m. in the morning for work, so I just cannot do it. Nice. I felt like death <laughs> after Hell in a Cell. I will be live tweeting during the pay-per-views, though. That is the one day of the month where I, where I, where I will suffer. But... Yeah, um, but like I said, you know, I don't want to guarantee that they'll do it every week. You know, we uh, understand they do have lives, too. They may, you know, have work or just maybe just, you know. But, yeah, like, you know, they are going to be helping out with the show. So, you know, check them out on Tuesday, or Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And I will be doing my regular live tweeting for uh, SmackDown on Fridays and like I said the pay-per-views and um also we have a new thing going on that I started last week on YouTube it's called Glorious Talk every week I will highlight something new some kind of you know it could be a title change heel turn anything kind of like going on in the wrestling world so yeah make sure you check that out also um don't forget check us out on Facebook we have a Facebook group and a page And, you know, like I mentioned, YouTube, check us out on YouTube as well. And as far as our podcast, which you're listening to right now, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcast. All right, that's uh, about it. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. Bye. Bye.